ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. That is right. It is the Other Ground Live, the live call-in podcast with 30% less sodium than other podcasts and 20% more dog. How you doing, Dalton? Who the fuck is Dalton? You're Dalton, motherfucker, and you know it. <laughs> okay, how you doing, Ryan? Is that better? You know, it's it's another day. What is today? Monday, I think, yes, right? All day, yeah. Huh? All right. Well, All right, Monday go. it is. <laughs> so that's your response. It's Monday. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'd like to thank you guys for joining the Other Ground Live. I can see we have the normal OG army in the chat box. So welcome, guys. Uh, let's see. Our subjects for tonight, because I'm actually going to have subjects. Why not? I realize that's crazy, but uh, yeah, that's what we're going to try to do anyways. Um, let's see. Uh, one of the things I'd like to talk about tonight is uh, video games. Uh, as adults, not everyone plays. A lot of people do, but not everybody. But as, ch- as a child, pretty much everybody has played video games. Uh, so I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, what your first uh, game system was and some of your favorite childhood games. So feel free to call about that or post it on the chat box, and we'll, po- we'll talk about it there. Um, let's see. I'd also like to talk about, uh, someone talked, asked me about, uh, my experience of the local band scene. Uh, I was not in a band, but I was in the local radio scene and I had a lot of friends that were musicians that were in the local band scene. So I was, you know, involved with that quite a bit in the early nineties. Uh, so I can tell stories about that if we can't find anything else to talk about and people can call in and talk about their, their experiences with local bands. Cause most of us in our early twenties were probably went through the bar circuit and you saw all kinds of local bands. You may or may not have been fans of them, but you most people have some experience with the lo- local band scene in some way or another. Um, and lastly, uh, if we get around to it, uh, uh, Cars. Uh, cars are always a good topic for me. I like cars. Um, not everybody is a big fan of cars. Not everybody has like something cool stashed in their garage that they can call up and tell us about. But pretty much everybody's had a piece of shit car at some point in their life. Um, so I'd like you guys to call in and tell me about like the worst car you've ever had. Um, and I can talk about some of my experiences and Ryan even being, you know, the upper crust motherfucker that he is living over on, you know, uh, Richie land. I'm sure he's had a shitty car at least once if by accident. It could even be what, what's considered a nice car, but you just hated it. Uh, so even if, even if you've never had an actual piece of shit, I'm sure you've had a car that you hated for some reason or another. So give us a call up and tell us about that. Uh, Ryan, uh, how's that sound to you? You got anything else that you want to add to those topics or should we just go ahead and get started? Oh, stop, dude. You sound horrible. Stop, 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 stop. stop. You're horrible. You're all, you're all scratchy and Jesus Christ. It's like you lost, lost all sense of professionalism. Um, try again. So is the audio just off? No, 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 no. You need to log out and come back again. Reset. You're just horrible. It's is, is that is that just me, guys, or can you guys hear? Is he all scratching, fucked up sounding? Yep, you are all, all scratching and fucked up sounding. I'm gonna kick you the fuck out. Come back, sir. Yeah, we don't need that fucking bullshit. His inferior technology. He's pro- speaking of first things. He's probably trying to do the show off of a Commodore 64, which was a great fucking computer back in the day. But he has no business trying to bring that to this podcast. So you might not come back. You know what? I might have to actually send him another invite. So give me a second. I'm going to type it out. Uh, I think the uh, I think the invitation I send him is uh, like a one-time deal. I mean, you know, he's not he's just going to call him like a regular peon. That's not his style, right? So okay. Invalid email. I, I, apparently, I can't even fucking type. Give me one second. Let's see. This is so professional. Oh, like he's calling in like a peon. Hold on one second. Oh, shit. I, I, talk now, please, sir. Okay, something's weird there. Cause when I hit the call-in thing, it actually had like a, a ringtone. That was weird. 
Yeah, yeah, because uh, well, I was in the midst of trying to send you the co-host invite that you normally use, and you just went ahead and called in like a normal person. No, I actually used that same link, and it just brought me in. Apparently, this time, not as co-host. Well, yeah, no, well, it's the same thing. You're still the first person in line. You sound the same. You, yeah, it's, it's functionally the same. But yeah, because you use an expired link, it uh, had to have me approve it first. That's fucking weird. Yeah, well, but anyways, so what did you think of those topics? You got anything you want to add to them? Should we get started? Uh, are they all horrible? You want to wing it? Uh, up to you, sir. You're the well, captain. I'm just the co-pilot. I mean, they are pretty terrible. And if we're going to talk about pieces of shit, is there anything that we should know about your life today? Uh, not today, I don't think. Today's going pretty good. Uh, you know, um, my uh, day two of not uh, eating any of the protein things going pretty good. I'm hungry a lot because, you know, I'm eating less than I would normally. But I'm trying to supplement it, which is hard to do when you know, my uh, wife forbids me really to go to the store. So I just have to kind of forge with what we have. Uh, she went to try to do a Kroger delivery, which we've used a couple times with uh, varying success. And wouldn't even let her put in the order. It's booked up past whatever the maximum time limit is. <laughs> so that's yeah, yeah, I did notice it. So I looked at a few places uh, yesterday. I may actually have to, you know, be a, a normal, like pedestrian type person. I actually walk into a store sometime this week because it's the same thing here. Everything's booked up through like the 14th. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, we we couldn't even get anything in there. Yeah, on the fourteenth, Jesus. So that's like more than a week away. Uh, we la- the last time we ordered, we got lucky and got one within for of within five hours of when we of when we ordered it. Uh, but it was also like at a store way farther away than our normal one. So I, I think our normal one was completely booked up and it shifted it over to a store that just happened to have an opening that morning or some shit like that. But that's not even around anymore. Uh, so as much as my wife just likes it, we're going to have to go to the store at one point or another, either me or her. And realistically speaking, it doesn't matter which one, because if one of us picks it up, the other's going to get it. Well, speaking of that, did you see uh, old Boris Johnson's in ICU? Really? The yeah. the uh, the head of the uh, England people over there? Wow, that's uh, surprising because obviously he's getting the best health care that he could. And he looked like a reasonably healthy person in his late 50s, early 60s, something like that. Reasonably healthy. A guy looks like a fucking burnout and he's overweight. Well, yeah, but that, that doesn't. There, there's that's reasonably healthy, healthy as compared to the image I normally have of people that die from this. Like when you said, "Tell me the coronavirus has killed somebody," I normally uh, think of someone who's frail, old, you know, who had major health issues that slowed them down and kept them like you know, you know, majorly affected their life. Not somebody who was just overweight and ate too many hamburgers. You know, that's, and then it was like 60. That's, you know, surprising. That that scares me quite a bit more than, you know, uh, a normal flu death. Still, I mean, he's 55. He's obviously not in that good of health. And any sort of world leader, you know, damn well, they're not getting enough sleep. Like, right. Yeah, I, I understand he's not blind in an eye and has Marfans and has the, the bad AIDS and herpes and, and other assorted things. But, like, he's not the picture of health. No, 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 but but the, the, that neither are half the people in the United States. Uh, he's he's no worse off than literally half of the United States. I would say, as far as like his health is, that being the case, fucking any almost anybody could die from it. Is what I'm saying. If uh, he's going to die from it, uh, and you know, I consider myself reasonably healthy compared to the average United States person, just because they're they're overweight and look like they eat too many cheeseburgers. You know? But I don't think he's any different than any of them. Do you? I mean, is is there underlying health issues he has that I'm unaware of? Well, I mean, honestly, I would I would rather be overweight and, you know, have sight in both eyes and have all my kidneys and, and things like that. So uh, you, you might be giving yourself a little bit more credit than you deserve saying you're you know, <laughs> relatively healthy. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying, though, as far as like being stricken down with a disease or a virus because you're, you know, for various reasons. I think like a thin person's in general is more healthier than a fat person. No, there's like if you're too skinny or you're skinny fat, like you could very well be less healthy. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was skinny fat, I was I can't I was in very poor health. Um, But if you can avoid if you can keep your body fat down, you know, like before I was. Oh, skinny fat. I got, I was, got up to 194, which sounds okay, but you know, I was out of shape. My, who knows what my body fat was, is probably like 24 or some 23, you know, uh, now even at my worst, it's like 19. So I'm not skinny fat. I'm just not, you know, uh, 
um, in the athlete, uh, you know, person who works out range anymore. I'm kind of in like the normal range. I think it is. Well, yeah, but you have all the, the litany of other issues. So right, you're, right, right. you're just balancing yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. So, uh, does anybody want to call in on any of the topics before we get started on them? I don't care what order we do or anything like that. People have been insisting that we have topics and I don't just wing it, which is basically what I'm going to do anyways, but I'm just going to start with the topic and then wing it anyways. It's not like I sit down and write this shit out beforehand. Well, right now, <laughs> this is your only fucking job. So like you should have these things ready. Oh God. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine me like trying to write a monologue? Like I was, you know, Johnny Carson or something like that. I don't think that would go well at all. Uh, well, no, would, like you rambling more than like, I would say a minute and a half at a time just is, is terrible in itself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, you should have like things, you know, ready to go to, to keep this going. Yeah, that's why I tell people, I'd like people like, Oh wow. You did a podcast for, you know, since 2007, you must be very successful getting a head start on everybody. I'm like, no, not at all. It turns out I'm not very interesting. I don't have anything funny to say. I just happen to sound good. So until this format came along, I was doomed to be unsuccessful in podcasting. However, with the other ground live, it's a call in radio show. Um, I don't even have to worry about booking special guests all the time. They're nice and they attract interest and they're always fun to talk to, but we don't need that. All we need is our loyal listeners to call in and have fun with. So I don't have to be interesting. I just need to think of a topic and have interesting callers. So I figured out the solution, guys. You know, the formula. This is it, guys. We're all going to fucking high heights because of you and you and you and you. Certainly not me. All I do is sit here and go da 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 da. But I happen to sound good doing it, so I get to go along for the ride. But this is the other ground live and it's the other ground lives people's show. So you guys do what you will with it. Now really everyone's just here for me. You know, just kind of along for the ride. Kinda, of, I know. I know, I know. So uh mighty host of the show, uh what do you want to talk about first? I give absolutely zero fucks. Okay, well, uh, let me see. Let me go back to that show list. I mean, uh, list of uh, topics. So I know I'm talking about. Oh, well, let's start with the video game one because that's an easy one. Everyone's played, as I mentioned, everyone's played video games uh, when they were a child. Most people play them as adults in some way, shape, or form. So we can all relate to them. Uh, But you might not play them now, but you played them when you were a kid. Uh, For you, Ryan, what was your first video game system? Uh, I think it was the original Nintendo. Yeah, the original, not even the uh, 64, just the original 8-bit Nintendo. Or was it 16 What the fuck? Am I like 17 years old? Of course it was the original Nintendo. Well, I don't know. I'm 10 years older than you are, but uh, I think maybe it was, yeah, I guess it was the original Nintendo. Uh, so, but when I say original Nintendo, I'm speaking Super Nintendo. There was an original Nintendo too, wasn't there? No, I'm talking the original Nintendo. Okay, I don't even remember even seeing that. I think the first one I saw was a Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo, so I wasn't even sure if there was or just original Nintendo. Wow. Okay, so you, you must didn't been, know that there was an original Nintendo. I never had any of that shit. So it was just what a whatever my uh, friends had. Uh, I had an Atari when we were really young, and then when I was like twelve or thirteen, my dad bought me a Commodore sixty four. Um, and then for the longest time, that was the only gaming systems that I ever had. Anything else I encountered was stuff my friends had. Uh, then after that, I didn't own anything until I think it was a PlayStation two was my first gaming system. Really? Uh, was PlayStation two, the one that had, uh, that had final fantasy seven on it, or was that the first PlayStation? I think that was the first PlayStation maybe. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I had PlayStation well after everyone else had. I, that was when I was like in my early twenties, and I could you know buy stuff occasionally. I think I bought a used one or some shit like that. I used to love playing Tekken Two on it. That was a fucking awesome game. Um, but anyways, uh, so so Nintendo was your first one. Uh, what was your favorite game on it? I've always been a sports person, so like Tech Mobile, using Bo Jackson and just basically breaking the game. <laughs> Is that your favorite game ever, or just your favorite game from that system? No, that system for the most part was a piece of shit. Like compared to anything like a decade later, like it's it's absolute garbage. Okay, is that your favorite childhood game though or is there another one from your childhood that you like better? See, the thing is, is at, like throughout childhood we did things like, you know, play like real sports. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there really wasn't necessarily like 
any okay, video so, games that stuck out like right, growing right. up. It wasn't a huge one for you. Uh, uh, in the chat box, uh, people are uh, asking, Homelander's asking if I ever played Contra or Super Mario or Tyson's Punch-Out. I uh, never played Tyson's Punch-Out. Played a little bit of uh, super of the various Super Mario Brothers over friends' houses, uh, especially the multiplayer ones. Um, uh, I think a couple, of, especially on the Super Mario, uh, excuse me, on the Super Nintendo uh, one, once it hit the Super Nintendo 64, obviously, I believe, I went to go over a friend's house and play GoldenEye. That was a good one. Uh, but I didn't own like uh, any of the Nintendo systems or or, any, or anything like that. Excuse me, I need You to strike me as part. the type of person that would cheat and try to use odd job. No, not at all. Uh, there was we had the standard no odd job rule. <laughs> Everyone had that. <laughs> God, I hated those Nintendo sixty four controllers. They felt so odd in your hands. They were shit. Yeah, yeah. I was always more of a PlayStation person than a than a Nintendo in the first place. Uh, whenever I had a chance, Xbox. You know, you know. <laughs> uh, supposedly people say it's better, but every time I encountered it, I was like, man. Uh, the only real reason to get an Xbox for me would be the uh, Fonza series. I think it's called. It's a race. It's a race car series. I, I'm always a big fan of car games, but yeah. And this Forza. Forza. Thank you. Yeah, that's and supposedly that's the king of car games. And I've never had an Xbox, so I've never had a chance to play it. Regardless, Xbox has the better controller. Really? I, PlayStation well, PlayStation controllers for people with little fucking hands. Oh, I got well, goddamn lunch boxes at the end of my uh, at the end of my arms. Ah, well, something with some size here. I've got long, slender hands. So. <laughs> so I can use any kind. It's all, but as I mentioned, but since it's pro, my preference is PlayStation, but only because that's what I have more experience with. I'm sure I'd be fine with an Xbox One as well. Um, but nowadays I don't. I'm, I haven't played anything on my Xbox in fucking months. Uh, the only thing I ever use it for is to play Rocksmith to practice my bass guitar, and I haven't even picked that up in probably like a month. I really need to. I've been neglecting it. Well, playing the bass isn't that difficult. No, it's not. But it, but it's uh, I, I use Rocksmith through my pl- PlayStation to play because that way you can play different songs and or fuck around and get different tones. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's a really awesome uh, piece of. Uh, I, I can't even call it a game. It's more like a piece of software for your PlayStation to learn how to play uh, guitar or bass. Or fair um, enough, never played it. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Do, do you? Pl- I assume you've never brought it up. Do you play uh, bass or guitar or anything like that? No, I played a little bit of guitar years and years and years ago, but. I, just, I don't have time for an instrument. Uh, well, this this is fun for me. I'm you know I've never I've always wanted to play, but I've never had any knack for it, and I uh, couldn't afford lessons or anything like that. Uh, so when this came out, I was pretty interested in it. Uh, you know, it's just cost the same as any other PlayStation game, so like sixty bucks. It comes with a cord that you plug into your PlayStation, and this comes for the Xbox or the PC as well. Uh, it comes with a cord that plugs into your guitar, just like any other normal cord or your bass, obviously. And pl- the other end plugs into your PlayStation. Uh, then you turn it on. It uses your uh, TV sound system. So if you have a decent sound system, this is going to be pretty fucking cool. Because first off, what it includes is all kinds of virtual gear, like different amps and pedals and cabinets and effects that you can set up any way you want to to have your guitar sound any way you want to. There's a free play mode so you can just sit there and fucking play whatever you want and have tens of thousands of dollars worth of gear to play with um if that wasn't good enough any song that you have uh it in the game has a different gear setup uh, as set up to, to sound the same way as that song so you have presets for all of those songs if so if you want your guitar to sound like the guitar from this song you can do that if you want your guitar to sound like the guitar from that song you hit a button and it sounds like that and you can set up different presets you can sw- switch it from one to another on the fly just like you could like real guitar stuff um then it has literally i want i think they said three thousand five hundred songs or almost four thousand songs that you can download and learn it comes with like 60 or 70 so a good little number but there's thousands and thousands and thousands of songs that you can download to learn and it if, have you ever played um, rock uh, band or uh, Guitar Hero? No, I'm not a fucking nerd. Not at all? Okay. So have you ever seen it played at all or anything like that? Yeah, it's basically a bunch of people cosplaying as musicians because they can't actually play music. Okay, fair enough. But uh, Which is why I switched uh, from doing that to this because I, I figured if I was going to fuck around with it, I wanted to learn how to play a real instrument. Uh 
but if you've never played the they give you the notes on i call it like a rolling bar they roll across the screen right like from yeah basically music by numbers Yes, well, that's exactly how it is for this. But they're using the real fretboard. It zooms in and out of to, it zooms in and out on the fly for different parts of the fret, and shows you where you're supposed to be holding your fingers to hit it. So, like different chords and notes and stuff, and that's how you play. Learn how to play the song. It can give you to give it to you in small pieces, like you know, only every third note, or uh, uh, and, and then as you hit the notes, it gives you more and more and build it up that way. Or you can have it give you all the notes at once and have play it really slow or you could just have it give you all the notes at once and play it at full speed and just fucking learn it on the fly so there's all kinds of different ways they can feed you the notes uh whatever your preference is and whatever makes you most comfortable having it come at you it's a it's uh, people say oh you know professional lessons are the best well, of course they are but this is a really good tool it's there for you all the time you can sit there for six hours and play with it so and then in addition to all of the songs that you can play and all the free music and things like that they have fucking games like little literal games that teach you different guitar skills uh like uh um uh, what uh, uh, games that uh, have you shoot the duck by hitting different uh, notes on the di- on the strings, or or games that have you learn how to uh, move up and down the scales by fighting ninjas, and as you hit buttons, it throws different combos. Just all kinds of these different actual arcade games using the uh, guitar uh, to teach you different skills. Um, then on top of that, it has a virtual band. You can set up a band with all kinds of different things from like dual uh, rhythm guitars and a drummer and a keyboardist to a fucking kazoo. Um, and they, pl- and they play along with you. Uh, you, 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 there's all kinds of settings that I don't really understand. Cause I don't understand music. Well, uh, like there the different timings and speeds and dynamics that you can set for the band, but you can just leave all that alone and start playing. And after a couple minutes, they play along with you, try to keep the beat with you, uh, according to what you're playing. It's fucking really impressive. I can't say enough good things about uh, uh, Rocksmith uh, 2014, uh, which is the current edition. And hopefully they'll send me a check because I assume that was a pretty good, good commercial. <laughs> yeah, all I heard was a whole lot of nerd speak there. So if I'm going to boil this down, right, you're you're basically cosplaying music with training wheels. That's kind of no. it. No, 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 no. For, for one thing, even if you don't use it to learn songs at all, it's good for, as a virtual amp and um, gear. You could never play cosplay the song at all and just use it to play whatever songs you want. I mean, obviously, it's not very portable, but if you're just fucking around in your home, it's a great tool. As far as learning the songs, well, that's up to what how your memory is. Admittedly, I can't play any of these fucking songs without Rocksmith because I've never memorized them. But I can jam along with it and play all the correct notes while while they flow in front of me, and I know most of them. But I've never bothered to memorize it because I'm never going to play it outside of my room. So for me, it's a fun, uh, just a fun thing to do. It's not. I'm sure for people that are trying to learn guitar and move advance longer, it's useful. Uh, but you probably want to add other things to it, like professional uh, lessons and that sort of thing. But for my purposes, it's fucking perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I kind of uh, went on about that a little bit. Um, anybody want to call in about their video game experiences, favorite childhood video games, or your first video game system? Uh, why you think Jay should stop talking about video games and move on to the next subject? All these things are options. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. Dial fucking one button on your app. See, it's really simple. You don't even have to remember the number. It's just a button on your app. It's amazing how technology is today. Holy shit, someone stop me. I can't stop talking. So, Ryan, please take over. Yeah, no, I, I've been nerded out at this point. Like, why don't you just start going over your advanced Magic the Gathering tactics and we can lose all our listeners? No, I'm not going to go over our advanced Magic the Gathering tactics. I did promise to mention uh, to anybody who happens to be on the OG that uh, they're starting a, a Magic the Gathering tournament. So if you happen to be interested in that sort of thing, uh, go to the thread on the OG. And there, I'm done with the Magic the Gathering and I'm not going to bore you guys with that kind of shit. <laughs> Good, because I, I don't expect any of our listeners to be virgin nerds, so they will have nothing to do with that virgin nerd gathering tournament. My wife will be very disappointed to find out that I'm a virgin. Well, technically, you are still a virgin if you've never actually satisfied a woman, so you may still fit the category. 
Well, I, you know, unless my wife has a whole bunch of fucking Oscars hiding in a drawer someplace I've never seen, I think I fit the bill as not a virgin. <laughs> yeah, and there's any guys that would actually admit to their wife faking it all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Realistically speaking, we're all guys who don't care if they're faking it or not, as long as it happens, right? The first one to finish wins, right? Mm. That's right. Life is a competition, right? <laughs> God damn right it is. That reminds me of a, a joke, which I'm not going to go into the joke, but it reminds me of a subject we can segue into. Have you ever seen the history of the world part one? Uh, possibly. It's a it Mel rings Brooks, a bell. I don't. It's a, it's a Mel Brooks movie from the 70s. Uh, then, yeah, I've probably seen it like 20 years ago and don't remember shit from it. Oh, and it dear. probably didn't age very well. No, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, not as bad as some of his movies as far as like being politically correct, although there's all kinds of bad parts of it. Uh, but uh, no, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, but if you've never seen it, I, I, I don't really see any point in talking about it. I'm just going to go, oh, well, you should have seen this scene where this happened or this scene where this happened. But uh, I, are you familiar with Mel Brooks movies in general? Any more than yes, so you know what they are? No, no, not beyond yes, I know what they are. Like it's not anything I could just pull from memory. Okay, Homelander brought up a good one from it. Uh, there's a scene where Moses is coming down from the mountain, and he's got the the tablets, and he's walking with them. He goes, "I bring to you these fifteen, these fifteen, and accidentally breaks, drops one of the tablets, and breaks it. Uh, these ten, these ten commandments." Oh. It's uh, he's always Mel Brooks is always it's always a very slapstick humor, but it, it, he's normally pretty good for a whole bunch of laughs in his movies. I don't think I've ever seen one of his movies that I absolutely disliked, although some were better than others. Probably his most controversial one is uh, Blazing Saddles. Um, and you, you said you didn't, you're not familiar with any of them, so obviously you don't know that one as well. I've definitely heard of that one. Again, I've probably seen it, but it's not anything that just jumps to memory of like, oh, yeah, I remember this scene where this guy said this. Oh, that that was the one where a... Uh, um, a a town in the in the uh, west, you know, back in the olden days, needed a sheriff, so a black guy showed up for the job, and the hijinks didn't shoe because they're all racist as fuck. Uh, <laughs> and uh, like, there's one Gene Wilder's in the movie, and there's one scene where they're trying to trick the bad guys, uh, and they're and they said I can't remember what brings up the scene, but he he. But he at one point he yanks the black guy out. You go and says something like, "Oh, you mean this guy? Yeah, this black guy or this nigger or or however they said it because they say nigger in that movie a bazillion times, dude. You know, you, you, you dude, I don't it completely give, gets blacklisted. I don't give a shit. It's just a word. I'm not calling somebody it. I'm re- uh, referencing the line in a movie. Whatever. Call hey, call one complaint. But anyway, so Gene Wilder yanks him out. He looks at he looks at the bad guys and goes, "Where are all the white women at?" <laughs> it's it's such a fucking classic classic line from the movie. Um, there's just all kinds of shit like that. Really, it, yeah, it's racist as fuck, but it's not because it's making fun of racists. But there's not a chance in hell he can make that movie today. Uh, there's jokes about about everything from uh, how big a black person's junk is to <laughs> just you know. Uh, and then other things that are really funny, but not racist. Uh, there's a, a bazillion fart jokes, including a, a, a scene around a campfire eating beans. Uh, that's just ridiculous. Um, and one of my favorite characters ever in a Mel Brooks movie, Mongo. Mongo is a, a, one of the henchmen for the bad guys. And he's, he's an ex, he's played by an ex football player. who's just, just big dumb goon. Like uh, who, uh, well, he, he, in one scene he punches a horse and knocks it out. Um, and he's, he's got some great lines, which I can't remember at the moment. Um, but, uh, you, yeah, you should see it really. It's a, it's a great movie. You know, I, I, I probably have seen it and I probably will not go back and watch it again. Damn it. You're supposed to talk longer than I just can't drink a water. I think the line was Mongo, just a pawn in the game of life or some shit like that. <laughs> so it was. Oh yeah, that's right. Homelander. Homelander's pointing out. Uh, have you ever seen uh, um, Webster? Like the actual TV show Webster? Yeah. Yeah. So it was a little Alec, black kid. Yeah, yeah. Alex Caracas or something. I'm not pronouncing it wrong. But the dad in that movie, uh, that show, was Mongo in the movie. Yeah, I don't know who the dad was in that mo- or in that show. Well, you remember? I can't the show. recall Webster. Really? You don't recall Webster? He was so adorable. 
I know he was just some little black kid. That's about all I remember. Why no no he he you know just he it, it was a show about this little six year old black kid that was played like by like a forty year old or something like that I think uh, but he was adorable he was so cute yeah you know, that was back when it was okay to take people with genetic conditions and make shows about them yeah you can't really well, do that now well that's what our podcast is you have genetic conditions and we have a show <laughs> speaking of people with genetic conditions getting a show did you see the big show has a new show on uh, Netflix. Yeah, it looks terrible. Yeah, doesn't it though? Um, well, it doesn't look terrible. It just looks blah. I'm like, wow, this is like the most generic thing they could have possibly done for this guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. He seems like a nice guy. And the rare occasions where I've seen people talk about him, they always say nice things about him. But goddamn, that looks like bland vanilla bullshit. <laughs> It'd be, I mean, uh, how are you going to just build a sitcom around some random seven foot dude? Like, what's what's the story there? Well, apparently the story he is, they're going with the easiest story they could possibly do. He is him. He's the big show. He's an ex-retired wrestler who now has more time to spend home with the kids. So they're not really uh, stretching it too far. He's, he doesn't really have to act all that much. He has to be him. Um, and he's still not very good at it, but God bless him. But I, I suppose you know, if you're looking for like entertaining kids fair or something you can watch with your kid, it's, I'm sure there's worse things out there. Yeah, I don't know any of my kids, so uh, I'll pass. You don't know any. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not really going to watch it either. But uh, so, but like I said, there's worse things out there. Uh, there's God. There's so much shit on Netflix that I would never even come close to watching. There's so much foreign stuff on there too. Not that not that I have a problem with foreign stuff, but I'm not huge on on reading subtitles while I'm trying to watch stuff. It's not my thing. And well, I don't. But, yeah, I don't foresee you being someone that can follow the written word that well anyway so <laughs> i can actually read really fast it's one it's one well, of my skills but yeah you are a fucking nerd so that makes sense yeah yeah but i just don't like doing it i i tend to multitask when i'm watching stuff anyways unless it's super duper absorbing uh i normally have i'm normally sitting on my computer and watching fucking around with that fucking around on the internet watching tv at the same time maybe playing a game pausing you know i might pause the game or or, and, or the whatever i'm doing and look over when it's interesting but i use the dialogue and stuff to give me clues about whether i should be watching it or not and if i have no clue what the fuck's going on that means i have to be pay attention to the show every second and i don't like doing that so that's why i don't like subtitles it's not that i don't like reading i like reading the but the subtitles detract from the uh, show for me no, that, reading is for nerds. Yeah, which bums me out because there's tons of anime on Netflix that look like it's good, but 80% of it's subtitled in Japanese. Um, my friend Roxanne can read Japanese, so she only does it and only does it in the subtitles. Uh, well, actually, she understands. She doesn't read Japanese. She can understand Jap- uh, Japanese. So when, when I, you know, she says, oh, the subtitles are way better than, you know, uh, the uh, dub. I'm like, well, yeah, but you're not using subtitles. You know what the fuck they're saying? <laughs> I go, that's not the same thing. So, um, so I prefer the dub for any of that kind of shit, and it cuts down on what I watch. Uh, can watch uh, a whole bunch. Uh, have you seen? So any oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you like to read books, you watch anime, you play Magic the Gathering, uh-huh. and you own and ride a tricycle. Yes. What the fuck am I doing on a show with you? I don't know. I've been asking myself since day one. <laughs> but you volunteered, and I'm like, well, fuck you. Let's do a show. Well, goddamn. Yep. Oh, yes. And people are asking if I like Dungeons and Dragons. Of course I do. I I started uh, playing Dungeons. Excuse me, man. I can't say it. Dungeons and Dragons. I started playing that when I was uh, seven years old. So Dude, I got. Did you ever start. have like a group of friends that like did you know actual like physical things? I didn't have a group of friends. Uh, I had a friend when I I moved to where I moved when I was seven. Uh, six turning seven to where I lived for my childhood. And I had two friends, uh, one that I played D and D with her and her family. Cause her family was actually, uh, her mom and dad taught us how to play Dungeons and Dragons and a friend who I'd go over and hang out with and play video games with. And those are my only two friends. Uh, neither of them would hang out with me at school. Um, uh, but, uh, on days off uh, when I wasn't at school, they would, you know, I could go over to their houses and hang out. Both those ended uh, around when I was around ten or eleven. Once I hit middle school, and you know, and bullying and teasing really kicked in. After that, I didn't have any friends until high school. Really, 
Oh, you know, actually, that's not true. I had, I did have one friend that was willing to, and that's a disservice to say I didn't. That I that I got. I think my eighth and seventh, eighth and the eighth grade, the the year before I went to to high school. That was my friend. Uh, you know, right up all through high school as well. So I've always had like one friend, uh, but never more than that, really. Once I hit high school, it was a little bit different. My junior year, I met a, a guy that introduced me to all of his friends, and then I, my friend that expanded from there. But up until junior year of high school, I only really had one friend at a time. You know, that's that's sad to the point I don't even think I can make fun of it. Yeah, and and, well, and all don't get me wrong, the one friend I had at a time didn't wouldn't really associate with me while we were in school because they knew better. That's you know, that's like a high school or a middle school suicide. <laughs> so, what, I, but yeah, whatever. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, but well, fuck, dude, yeah, dude, fucking people. Oh, everyone has shitty shit happen to them, dude. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of money to grow up, and yeah, I, people were fucking mean to me when I was a kid. But for every, you know, for every sad story I have, there's someone who can tell you about how his his crack addicted uh, father came home and beat him with a wrench fucking every day just before they lost their house, and he was homeless under a fucking bridge for three years. So yeah, my life wasn't fucking awesome, but I can't complain. It could have been a lot worse. And that's not, yeah, that's I, know, not hypothetical. I know somebody who, that who had that exact fucking story. <laughs> ah, I mean, I did have that one time I went to get some white claw and they were out and I had to get Bud Light seltzer. So yeah, like I can empathize. Yeah. Yeah. Homelander, Homelander. said that's re- oddly a wrench, oddly specific because that's because I wasn't making up a story. I know someone that happened to that, that a, as a child, they fucking got beat on the regular for fucking wrench. And then eventually their crackhead, uh, dad lost their house and they fucking lived underneath a bridge. <laughs> it's fucked things, up shit dude things yeah. happen i mean so so my stepdad kicked the shit out of me until i was about 10 and then that happened to be when i got to the point i was about five eight and i beat the shit out of him and then it just stopped these things happen yeah exactly i mean everyone look everyone has shitty shit happen to them your shit you know your shit is shitty to you and my shit shitty to me yeah yes there's different levels to these things but everyone's shit is shitty to them so that's why, you know, I don't go around going, oh, woe is me. Listen to all the shitty shit that happened to me. Because you got your own shitty shit. Everyone's worried about their own shit. No one really wants to hear you complain about it anyways. They're polite and act like they do. Or at least most people are. But no one wants to hear you complain about your shit. They want, you know, uh, at least, you know, they want positive. So that's why I try to be positive all the time. Or at least on the Yeah, and so, and to clarify to the chat, yes, at 10. And I think the reason at 10 is my stepdad was like 5'6". And he was kind of a pussy. And my mom was five two, like a hundred pounds. So my real dad, who died from his liver giving out, because I'm sure he had to drink himself into quite a hole to have sex with my mom. <laughs> but yeah, the the new stepdad was a piece of shit, and it, it was pretty easy to kick his ass even at ten. Well, well there you go. <laughs> and thus, the legend of Dalton was born. <laughs> See, what I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Everyone's got their shit, dude. So. I'd rather be optimistic and happy. And don't get me wrong, I like to complain, but m- mostly I like to complain because I enjoy the sound of my own voice and I like talking to people. And complaining is easy to uh, an easy subject, but for the most part, I'm good natured. I'm happy. I'm not. I'm not unhappy with how my life went. Yeah. So, meh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What were What were we talking about? What do we want to talk about next? What do you got, Dalton? We were talking about all of the nerdy things you do. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. other things that we had on the on the schedule there. Did you want to talk about cars? Oh, I love talking about cars. That's always Go a ahead good and one. Talk about some cars. Okay, I love talking about cars. Cars, I love cars. Uh, I, I think we mentioned the other day that you know one of my greatest uh, disappointments is that I am uh, not good enough with my hands to work on cars, and people suggested that I fuck around with it. I plan to, but I love cars. I love new cars. I love old cars. Cars in general, they're just cool. Um, but of course, not everyone's like that. Not everyone's obsessed with cars. Not everyone wants to drive a fast one or have a really old restored one or whatever. But everyone's had a piece of shit car. Everyone's had a car that you hated, even if it wasn't a piece of shit per se. Um, so let's talk about that. Uh, chat box, the OG army. You guys uh, got any stories about shitty cars? Uh, Dalton, uh, I know you have to have had at least one shitty car. Uh, what you got? Actually, surprisingly, I've had pretty good luck with cars. So when I turned 16, I got a, it was a 92 Taurus that ended up lasting until it had almost 300,000 miles on it. Hmm. So I went from that, um, I picked up a Mustang GT after that. 
uh, which actually didn't keep all of that long. It uh, didn't run that well. Uh, from there, picked up a Chrysler 300. Um, and then sometime in there is when I bought my Tacoma. And then I recently just bought that Fusion for commute. So haven't really had any issues. Hmm. Okay, well, first off, uh, we only have 20 minutes, so I'm not sure if I can list off all of my cars. <laughs> but we're good. But let's start. My very first car was a 1980 Toyota uh, Tercel, I believe it was. It was a little hatchback. We paid $400 for it. Uh, it was yellow with uh, gray primer spots. Uh, it looked like a moldy lemon. Uh, it was uh, it was a five speed, so I learned how to drive basically on uh, a manual for my very first car, and it was a little piece of shit. I mean, like I said, I paid four hundred dollars for it. I had I can't remember how many miles uh, it had on it, but well over a hundred thousand, and I drove that for probably about six months or so until the. Uh, ball joint on it something broke uh basically the wheel fell off <laughs> it didn't come all the way off but it kind of like, like kind of off and we had to get a tow back to the um house and watching see, my dad i, I would have figured you would have just burnt out the clutch because you don't seem like the person that would that would master shifting very quickly that might have been next you who knows <laughs> i'm sure i wasn't good at it at first uh so it got towed back to the house and watching my stepdad drunkenly beat on the axle trying to get a uh uh, some sort of bearing back in made me decide that maybe I didn't want that car anymore. So I traded it to a friend of mine, the car in $200 for a 1972, uh, Thunderbird. I had a 460 cubic inch engine in it, a hood that's about an acre wide and I could, and a backseat big enough. I could actually sleep in, which became very pertinent Then about six months after that, when I got kicked out of my house and had to drop out of school and live in my car, um, because the trunk space held my entire life. I had my entire life in my trunk with room for someone else's life. Really? If they wanted to move in. Um, I love that car. It was a piece of shit. Uh, it was, you know, it was a great car. new, I imagine, but by that point it was old and tired. Uh, it had no limit to the top speed because it had such a gigantic engine in it, but it wasn't by fast by any means because it was so goddamn big. Uh, let's see, and then I, then, then I had that right up until, uh, um, uh, I had to get rid of it cause I wasn't driving it and the exhaust co fell completely off it and holy fucking shit was that thing loud, which, which at that point wasn't too bad cause it had other issues. For example, there was a, um, crack in the gas tank, uh, very low. So I could only put like about $5 worth in, um, any more than that, it would leak out, which was kind of an issue cause it got 10 miles to the gallon. Uh, luckily gas was like a dollar then. So $5 got me 50 miles and, and to make it more fun, the gas gauge didn't work. So I had to keep track of the miles. So every 50 miles I had to go get, I had to stop for gas. That was, that was how I kept track of my gas mileage. You know, it's like, Oh, I've been driving 45 miles. It's about time to put in $5, but you can't stop at like 35 miles. Cause then you're going to waste like a dollar worth of gas. And the entire car will smell like a gas for a day. Cause it all leaked out. Um, <laughs> But that's not my worst car by a long shot. Uh, stop me if you guys are getting bored with this. Uh, I think I have about another 18 or 20 cars to go. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I, I have no idea how you've had so many cars. Like, that's so just not a thing in my world. Well, okay. Up until four or five cars ago or something like that. Okay. Up until 2003, I never paid for more than $1,000 for a car ever. Uh, they're all just cheap bullshit cars. Most of them last six months to a year. Uh, I won't go over all of them, but some of them were like a 1980 Ford uh, uh, festival, not a festiva a festival. Cause this car was a fucking party. It was the smallest pieces, biggest piece of shit car I've ever driven. Some of the highlights of this car, it didn't have a radio. Uh, it didn't have a spot for radio. There's no spot on the dashboard. There wasn't like an empty spot. It came factory with no radio. It didn't have a da it didn't have a glove compartment. It had this uh, an empty hole where the glove compartment would have been if you would have paid for that sort of thing. Um, but my but my favorite thing of all was the okay. You know how on your car you have that little lever you hit it and you hear me and it starts shooting windshield wiper fluid across your windshield wiper. You have that right? Well, yeah, cars have that course every car created in the entire fucking world has that this car didn't have that what this car had was a little rubber button pump thing on the floor that, that you pushed with your foot and went e e e and it squirted windshield wiper fluid every time you pumped on it 
that's what I fucking had. Yeah, I, I don't know about you. This is the only car I've ever changed the brakes on because it was so goddamn small and simple. Honestly, I don't honestly don't feel like I needed uh, a floor jack for it. I feel like I could have just picked it up with one hand and pulled off the wheel with the other. Um, the brake pads were the size of a fucking eraser. Granted, like a big eraser, like 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 the, <laughs> but not a very big eraser. I, I couldn't imagine how it stopped the car. Yeah. Uh, but wow, that, that was probably the most bullshit piece of shit car I've had. I've had cars that were pieces of shit because they were old and worn out and shit. But that one was probably the worst car from the factory that I've ever owned. It was so let's, let's turn this in another direction that's not okay. so depressing. Okay. If you could have any car you wanted, what would you have? Mm. That would be a long, drawn-out, complex question because my dream car would probably be a resto mod. Um. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the term. That's when someone takes an old car and restores it. Okay. For those that are unaware, those that's someone when someone takes an old car and restores it, but they modify it at the same time. Normally so by using oh I'm let's sorry. Stop you there. Let's say uh-huh. any car made in the last ten years. What oh, would be your choice? Oh, like a newer car. Yes. Um God. It, dream dream car. Assume, okay, let, let's assume that weather and like usage is not an option and not an issue or anything like that. Okay, um, in that case, probably a Ferrari four five eight. Those are just beautiful goddamn cars. Um, realistically speaking, if we were like in a range of real cars that I could possibly afford to buy sometime in the future, uh, before they stop selling them this year, uh, a Ford Taurus show would be really high on my list because it's yeah. just so fucking awesome but functional. Yeah, really. Oh yeah, dude. Ford Taurus, dude. Uh, Ford Taurus show. They're all-wheel drive, twin-turbo V6s with like 360 horsepower. They're fucking badass stock. And I'm I haven't looked into it, but if they're anything like some of the other Ford products that you can like fuck with and tweak, I can only imagine how badass they could get. But yeah, but it's a four-door sedan that's all-wheel drive, so you can drive it all year round. You don't have to worry about snow or anything like that. But it's fucking quick as fuck. I think it's like I think it does zero to sixty in like five point seven or something, which is pretty good for a four-door sedan. Those they're pretty neat. Yeah, that's, I would, that's uh, still pretty slow. Five point seven for a four-door sedan. I could be wrong, but uh, I think that's pretty quick. I mean, you know, uh, we're we're not talking like you know uh, a, a two-door sports car. I mean, compare that to other like four-door sedans. In and we're and we're also talking realistic money. I think you know they the brand new they're forty to fifty thousand. You know, we're not talking like an eighty or ninety thousand dollar BMW or something like that. It, but it, but it competes with those at a more reasonable price. So so even when you're talking dream cars, I've got to be kind of practical. Well, yeah, I guess that does make sense, given that your your career is at a at a country club. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> well, and it, it's and it, it's hard to be uh, um, practical there because you see so many you know fucking awesome cars and things like that. Um, so and, you know, you, you it, it's hard to be uh, a practical spender when you you get bad examples all the time. You know, uh, I was really tempted to buy the Ford Taurus show like an old uh, a used one instead of my car. Because uh, they're about the same price, I could get. I could have got a Ford Taurus that was like four or five years old with thirty thousand miles on it for the same price that I got my car new. Um, yeah, but still, if you're talking about spending fifty, sixty grand, like you could get basically a goddamn supercar that's just a few years old, and you put a little bit of work into it. Right. Well, yeah, but I, I always prefer new over used if when I can handle it because I like the warranty, and you never know what someone else has done with it. Um, which is why I always went with leases or, or, and, and now about a new car, uh, used cars always like, Meh. I know, I know it's not a good attitude because nine times out of 10, you're fine. And used cars, obviously a way better value, but I kind of have poor luck sometimes. So I don't really want to roll the dice and get that bad one. So that's going to fuck me over. You know, it's really funny. New safer. You, you listed mm-hmm. out like, you know, 30 cars you've had. And you do all of this, like buy new and things like that. I've had like four or five cars in my entire life and I've never taken out a loan for a vehicle. Well, you know, that might be uh, the fact that I've had shitty cars all my life might be why I want to have a new or leased car because <laughs> I have a lot of experience of cars breaking down and it's, it's stressful. It, it's not a fun thing driving around to work back and forth to work every day. 
every time you hear a sound, oh, what's that sound? What's that rattle? Is that a vibration? <laughs> Do you smell that? Does that smell like something burning? Every fucking day, you know, um, it, it fucks with your head. I don't drive on highways. I don't like driving on the highway. And people are like, oh, Jay, that's weird. And yeah, I realize it's weird. You know what it comes from? It comes from being terrified of your car breaking down. If you're on a surface street, if your car breaks down, you can pull into someplace or whatever. If you break down on the highway, you're rolling the fucking dice. Sometimes there's not a shoulder. Sometimes you're in an industrial area. Now you get to walk around a fucking neighbor that you have no clue on. You might walk two or three miles before you hit an exit. You know, um, and for someone whose car that broke down on a regular, that was terrifying. So wherever I go, I've gotten into the habit, unless it's stupid out of my way, of just driving on surface streets. Like, you know, I'll go someplace uh, that's my uh, stepmom's house. That's about an hour for me. If I took the, if I took the uh, highway, it takes 55 minutes. If I take the surface streets, it takes an hour and five minutes. And I'll drive that for the extra 10 minutes. Because if nothing else, if there's an accident on the highway, you're fucking stuck. On surface streets, you can go around it. So it's for me that the extra 10 minutes is worth it. Okay. Um, sure. <laughs> That's super fucking weird. And that also means you never actually get to like enjoy a car. Oh no. You need to be out like on like decent stretches of highway that don't have much police presence. Like you need to be on those roads. Oh, no, no, no. You have that exactly wrong. My car is way more fun in surface streets. I like corners. I like being able to stop and accelerate, you know, uh, especially cornering and, 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 and loops and small, you know, and, and tight curves. That's what that car is for. It's fucking awesome. Uh, you, sh- you know, I'd say go drive them, but you can't really anymore. You'll never get that opportunity unless you get lucky and become friends with someone who has one. Um, but they, they really handle super well, and they're a lot of fun to drive. Um, I can't imagine. I've driven on the highway a couple times. It's got power. is not an issue. But, you know, going in a straight line or in a slight curve is not fun. Fair enough. That's, yeah. that's probably the most unique response I've ever had to asking someone of, like, the last 10 years to pick out, like, what your what your ideal car would be. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you know, money, no object, uh, Ferrari four, five, eight, uh, spider, uh, edition. Actually, I like the topless look or, you know, uh, and then realistic edition, uh, Ford Taurus show. All right. That's, that's interesting. Well, I mean, that, and that's and the reason I say that is because that's what I picked out last year when I was looking for cars. If you if you gave me time to l- research different cars, like in the fifty to hundred thousand dollar range, I might come up with a different answer. But off the top of my head, that's what I got. Fair <laughs> enough. All right on. Holy shit! Look at that. We've only got ten minutes left. Uh, you guys, anything you want to talk about on the chat box? We pretty much covered all of our topics or haven't we or not? Let's see. Uh, oh, we never talked about the local band scene. We can always save that for tomorrow. Cause I think that's more than a couple of minutes worth of stuff. Uh, you guys, anything else you want to talk about tonight, Ryan? We do need, we do have to fill 10 more minutes. We don't want to jip the, uh, people. I gotta give them their stuff. No, I, I don't think I had anything really, really there other than Boris Johnson possibly dying soon. Oh, did you see that um, uh, Al Kaline died? I didn't click on the link or nothing, but uh, I saw that on the OG. No, I didn't. I didn't see that one. Um, I did see that Malaysia came out with some guidance for women during the uh, during the lockdown. Oh yeah, oh, how's that going? Um, so their main message is that women uh, should make sure that they are not nagging their men. Okay. And even though it's a lockdown, they should make sure that they're still wearing makeup and dressed appropriately at home. Okay. And this is like an official from the government kind of uh, uh, um, announcement. Absolutely. Huh. Malaysia, you say? Yeah, it's actually a, a, it's straight from the government from Malaysia's Ministry for Women, Family, and Community Development. Which I'm amazed uh, to find. I wonder if the United States has that department. I'm going to yeah, guess probably not Malaysia. What's their um, status on immigrants? I wonder. Probably there's not, there's probably not many laws. Malaysia. Hmm. I'll have to do some research on that. I'm sure the wife would love to move there. Yeah. They don't have unemployment there though. <laughs> That's just mean, man. <laughs> I don't think I want to do this show anymore. <laughs> It's okay. I knew it would only take a, a finite amount of time to break your will. 
my my we'll we'll go ahead and wrap it up if you guys don't want to talk about anything else uh i want to remind you guys that uh, on wednesday we're going to have uh, serena the south paul outlaw the jesus on she's an invicta mma fighter and the first professional female fighter with autism uh and also a really cool person um she can be on this wednesday at 6 p.m eastern standard time uh, please give us listen in and give us a call. Uh, she'll be more than happy to take your questions and call you guys all punk ass bitches. <laughs> Ryan, actually, you... before we go, no, before we go, let's talk uh-huh. about your rapper friend. My rapper friend, really? You guys want to talk about yeah. that? Yeah, there, no, there were questions about him. No, let's talk about this guy because I watched about thirty seconds of that video you posted. Okay, uh, well, this is quite the character. <clears throat> okay, well, I have a friend. Uh, his name is uh, Chuck, and his rapper name is Devastating Just Cause. Um, I used to make fun of him. I said the DJC standard for DJ Chuck, but no, it actually stands for Devastating Just Cause. Uh, he's been rapping for, God, almost 30 years, um, and I've known him for 20-something years. So I hung out with him like in the 90s, off and on. He's, uh, he's a great guy. Um, I'm not in the rap, so I can't really give you any kind of judgments on how uh, good of a rapper he is. Um, he's got awful. <laughs> okay, well, I can't speak on that, and he is a friend of mine, but he's a great guy. Uh, he is the owner of the coolest basement in the entire fucking world, possibly. Um, he just has a regular home with a regular basement filled to the brim with arcade games. He, at any one time, he has 30 to 40 of them, plus like a pool table, some a couple of foosball tables, some air hockey, a couple of pinball games. Uh, it's his hobby. He takes uh, video games, fixes up. He'll buy like three or four video games, fix them up, sell one of them, keep two, uh, you know, and so on and so forth. And he's got all the good ones. He's got Pac-Man and, you know, Galaga. He likes old school shit. So he's, he doesn't have much in the way of like the ones that, that I would collect, like the Mortal Kombat's and the Street Fighters. But he's got all of the stuff from the 80s and 90s, you know, 80s and early 90s before it moved so- on and the stuff like that. So basically, he's like a redneck juggalo nerd rapper weird guy. Yeah, okay. He is a juggalo. He does. He is. He is fans of the Insane Clown Posse. He's friends with them. Uh, as a matter of fact, I rang in 1999, uh, uh, 2000 with uh, the Insane Insane Clown Posse in his basement. Uh, um, we uh which and i passed up the chance to go to a fucking really good i think it was a metallica concert to do it um but uh yeah they he had a, he has big parties in his basement all the time and they and they showed up and hung out for a while they didn't they didn't stay for the ball drop they they were they were moving from party to party but he's close enough friends with them for them for them to at least make a stop back then god that was a fucked up party it was really met, wet and slushy out uh snowing because it was you know it was new year's and everyone tracked all this slushy snow down into the basement you know and it's all tile or vinyl floors so it's just big sloppy mess and i remember at one point jiggy uh who was like uh the one of the singers or the guitarist i can't remember which for a band called the motor city burgers decides he's going to start break dancing so he gets down on the floor and he starts spinning and there's just like waves of sloppy snow mud flying off of him as he spins around every you know everyone's always fucked up at these parties it was a good time but yeah so that's that's how i spent the new year's or at least part of it with the insane clown bossy <laughs> you should you should get your buddy to, to post on the og more we, we can set up a rap battle oh yeah well ironically enough although i'm not a huge uh insane clown posse fan uh, my name passive j is directly because of the insane clown posse I guess we'll close on that story. How's that sound? Um, back in the day, as I mentioned to you guys before, uh, I have friends that were in the local band scene. Um, one of my best friends in the entire world was the singer of a band called, uh, um, God, I can't remember. <laughs> so different- let me boil, let me just boil this thing down. Right. So yeah. like with ICP, there's a guy called violent J yes. and you're kind of a pussy. So you're passive J kind of. So yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Uh, he was the lead singer of a band called Defamation of Character, and he would introduce me to people all the time. And as you mentioned, there was a the lead singer of the Insane Cloud Posse. His name is Violent J. So he'd always go, hey, meet my friend Jay. And people like, oh, but like Violent J? And he'd always be like, no, he's more like Passive J. And it kind of stuck. And that's how I got the nickname Passive J. And I've had that nickname for 20-something years. So when the internet became a thing, I just carried it along. So, and that's how uh, Passive J was born because I'm not Violent J. That is a boring fucking story. 
Well, all of my stories are boring. That's why we need people and guests to call in. And by the way, this is a record. This is the very first show where fucking nobody called in the entire time. It was just me and Ryan talking. So, uh, Dalton, you want to call it a day? Yeah, I know you're. Uh, I know you're Jones's for some uh, Thago root beer at this point. So you, you uh, go take care of that. No, no, uh, red red pop root beer's gross. <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm serious. You need to get this djc guy on the og we need to set up a, a charity rap battle so i can make fun of him all right well i uh, i'll ask him if he'll uh if he'll come on for a rap battle seriously if uh if uh he'll do it will it be a good thing <laughs> well i mean it'll be a good thing until he's no longer your friend anymore because i absolutely destroy his little ego Okay, I see how you are. Anyways, this is The Other Ground Live. We're going to be back uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Until then, uh, I'm Passive J. Uh, Say bye, Ryan. Fuck you, Pussy (laughs) J. You guys have a good night. I'll see everyone tomorrow.